What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Zone Covers podcast. We've got a whole lot of stuff to unpack this episode. So just starting off, ripping off the Band-Aid, we told you so. How about them Jayhawks, Willie? How you feeling? Kansas, baby. You did it. <laughs> Man, I, 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 I'm shocked. I mean, to be honest, uh, I wasn't even watching the game. I was actually watching the South Carolina game. And I saw them play like a replay from, you know, oh, this just happened. And it showed the pick six. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I told Summer, I was like, me and Willie predicted this game. And I just kept watching the score on my phone. I just kept going back and forth, refreshing, refreshing. And then when it ultimately happened, I was like, oh, my gosh, that feels so good. Like, yeah, it feels so good to call one. And like a degenerate, I'm still asleep at halftime, so I don't get to see half the game. I wake up to a message from you, and I'm like, holy shit, it's happening. You know? This is not a drill. Yeah, yeah. I've I've got a bet on the game and everything. I'm not even watching it. Dude, I swear, it it blew my mind. I mean, at the same time, like I was shocked just because I was like, oh my God, it actually happened. But at the same time, to be completely honest with you, like I said last week, I don't know why, but for some reason it felt like it was a, like a guaranteed thing. I don't know why. It was just something in my head, and it was like a feeling. I was like, I don't know why, but it just it just feels right. It's just so, written in the stars, man. Yeah, that's man, that's such a good win for Kansas, and it feels, feels real good to predict it. Did but, they end up throwing the field goal post in like the lake or something? I mean, yeah. I said they were going to party in the streets, and they actually did, so that's, that's, that's even better. <laughs> yeah, dude, whenever I saw that, I think uh, they threw it in, and then one guy jumped in behind it. Dude, they were, <laughs> they're tearing it up. They're having, a good, they're having a great time. But, unfortunately, that's where the happiness of this podcast ends. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. But uh, the Florida-Georgia game. Man, I'm heartbroken. I'm not even going to lie to you. I can't say that I predicted. Well, technically, I did predict that we were going to win. But deep down, I didn't really feel like we were going to be able to pull that off. But at the same time, it still hurts. still hurts pretty bad to lose like that to a rival. So I'm, I'm kind of disappointed and pretty upset about it. Well, I just want to say welcome to the club of uh... – Getting absolutely demolished by Georgia. Uh, We're two peas in a pod. Yeah, it was getting lonely over here, so I appreciate it. <laughs> Dude, I, <laughs> honestly, the first drive of the game, we come out, drive downfield. Eugene Wilson, I'm just going to go ahead and go out and say it. That that man is a dog. Like, if there's any positives to take away from that game, it's him. Like that, that opening drive when we scored almost effortlessly, I was like, oh my God, this, this might actually happen. Like it, it just like raised my confidence levels. So I was like, oh my God, dude, we might actually, yeah, we might actually do this. There's a shot. And then it was just pretty much all downhill from there. <laughs> and let me just say, let me just go ahead and say, I don't care what anybody says, the spot on that, on that third down was absolute ludicrous, ridiculous insanity. I don't want to hear it from nobody. That was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Dude, they call a first down. It's first down. Clearly. I mean, if you want to get technical about it, it was close. But, I mean, there wasn't enough there in the replay to, like, overturn that and be like, oh, yeah, Kirby Smart, that bow-cut prick, was over there screaming at the refs, you know, just losing his mind. Basically spots the ball itself. They spot it way back because if it was going to be, if it was short, dude, it was barely short. Like I'm talking like inches or less, like super, super close, like extremely close. And, dude, I was so mad with the spot. And then we come out and – Man, it was the weirdest play call I've ever seen in my life. 
we snap it through the quarterback's legs. Graham Mertz lines up behind the center like he's going to snap it for a QB sneak, which we've been doing quite a bit. And we snap it through the quarterback's legs, almost like a designed uh, halfback pass, and then it just gets blown up, like obliterated. Honestly, I, I haven't hated Billy Napier's play calls recently. I think he's been doing better as a play caller. I know that's uh, maybe an unpopular opinion with a lot of Gator fans, but I think he's, he's done a better job, and I think he's improved. But that play, man... Why are you doing that? On just push, go line up and get a yard. You know what I mean? Like just line up, get get the first down, and and, and move on. Like we don't have to get cute and, and start trying trick plays on fourth and inches. Like that's just silly. Especially like that's, against Georgia. Yeah, like you can't do that. Like I didn't love the play call at all. I did did not like that, but. It was it was basically all downhill from there, and I know I'm ranting. I'm sorry. I'm pretty upset. <laughs> <laughs> I'm heartbroken. But literally from that point on, I, I kid you not, it it was just like an absolute mess from there. And we give up a strip sack. A punt gets blocked. Man, it was just like anything that could go wrong went wrong. Yeah. And if we're talking. If we're talking positives for the game, Eugene Wilson, that's it. Jumping <laughs> the natives. No, but but honestly, I mean, I've seen some people trashing Graham Mertz, and Graham Mertz has played really, really good this year, a lot better than people expected. So I'm, I'm not upset at him at all. I think he played as, you know, I, I think he played well enough to win. Um given you know the right circumstances but it was it was pretty unfortunate i'm i'm not trying to call names here <laughs> i'm not even i'm not even gonna call names i'm just gonna say some people on the o-line need to get it together uh especially the one of the tackles in particular uh giving up a lot of sacks man our quarterbacks getting beat to death like we gotta get we gotta get some o-line in there we gotta recruit some o-line because we got DJ Lagway coming in next year. And by the time he starts, dude, he's going to get behind O-line. It's going to get him murdered. <laughs> we can't have that. But, man, I'm telling you, I was literally watching that game and just sitting there thinking, like, before, I swear, I, I think I was sitting through the the second quarter and I already had wrote it off and I was already taking notes on what I was going to say. <laughs> That's a podcast. It was, it was bad. It was real bad. And I'm not one to complain about refs too much, but I think that the officiating was atrocious. Not saying that we would have won if, if they played, you know, if, if the penalties were called. I'm not saying that's the reason we lost or anything like that. I'm just saying I do think that the officiating was atrocious. I think it was horrible. I think that the pass rush was pitiful. I mean, if you can't get back there and get any pressure on the quarterback, especially a quarterback like Carson Beck, you're just going to get dotted all game, and that's kind of what happened. The, our defensive backs, man, we couldn't – we just gave up so many plays. We, we couldn't cover anything. I'm not saying, like, every play, you know, I'm not trying to, you know, throw too much shade on them, but – Couple of players give up on plays. It, it, it's just, man, it was just a really disappointing weekend for me and, and for all Gator Nation. And I mean, you don't really expect to come in and and win that game necessarily, but you want to look better than that. You know, you don't want to come out there and just get absolutely dominated from from the bell almost. You know, so. That's about all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> um, you know, just quoting quote Forrest Gump there. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> We're going to go on and, and move on to something else now. I just wanted to get that out of my system. 
Uh, Willie, I think we'll just go ahead and jump into the Kentucky and Tennessee game, and we'll go ahead and let you rant. <laughs> Buddy, I don't even know where to start. Let's see, 33-27. to 27. We moved to 5-3 and three after starting off 5-0. and oh. Had a really good shot at winning this game, especially going into the fourth quarter. Everybody was hyped up, and I was convinced that we were going to win, but just couldn't pull it out. I think Devin Leary had a good game. Uh Threw two touchdowns, 372 yards. Uh, we just couldn't get anything going on the, on the you know, running the ball. Davis had 16 carries for 42 yards. And it, you just can't beat an SEC team if you can't run the ball against them. And other than that, honestly, I, I can't even be that upset. I mean, we played a ranked team to six points, you know. Just it's so disappointing that it's Tennessee and you you can't get in there and finish the job in the fourth quarter if everybody hopped up and the the atmosphere they had that night and uh, just you send the fans home what feels like empty handed after that game. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. I I just want to go ahead and say I, there's been a little bit of Devin Leary slander on this on this podcast. I'm not gonna lie to you, <laughs> but deservedly. Man, dude, he played the game of his life. Like he, he looked really good, and he made some really impressive throws. Like I went back and I missed some of the game, so I went back and rewatched it. Man, he made some like some great throws. Like, he he, I mean, some he dots. Looked, yeah, he looked great, man. He looked really good. Not being able to establish the run is definitely a problem, especially when you have a running back like Ray Davis, dude. Like that's. That's a big issue. It's like we flipped issues on offense. Like we didn't have a, a passing game, then now we don't have a defense or a non-defense, uh, but a, a running game. Dude, I'm, we I'm also don't you. have a defense, but you know, Dude, I feel that. I feel that on a spiritual level. I swear we can't ever have like everything going for us at the same time. It's it's just unheard of. It's impossible. It's never yeah. gonna happen. Either the defense plays lights out and the offense just doesn't show up or vice versa. It, it, I don't know what it is. It, it's it's really disappointing. But, yeah, man, I mean, there's really nothing to hang your head about. It, it's Obviously, it's a bitter pill to swallow, to especially a rival, losing to a rival. I mean, Willie, you're both um, having to deal with that this week. But... <laughs> I think they, I mean, they played, we played a good game. I mean, time of possession, we, we held the ball longer than they did and we didn't throw any, any interceptions that make stupid turnovers. I mean, the penalties were down this week. We had like four penalties. Uh, we, we were over two on fourth down though. So that really hurts, especially in a game like that. If you can't make it on fourth down and you're going to go for it, then that you might as well have turned the ball over twice. Yeah. Man, y'all ran it for sure. I remember watching there towards the the tail end of it. I turned it on. I I don't know, man. My sleep schedule is just demolished. So (laughs) for some reason, I'll turn on a game, Um, like a night game. It it seems like it's always your game, too. It's always the Kentucky games. I'll watch the beginning of them, then I'll fall asleep, and I'll wake up towards the end of them. Or I'll wake up and it's over. I don't know why, why, (laughs) but it always happens. And I woke up when they were uh, – it was the final drive of the game. They were trying to put it away. Y'all needed to stop. And then they they got that that final first down on, on third. And I was like, oh, man, that, that's painful. And Summer was at the game. You know, I know she was disappointed. But and there was a big play before, uh, before halftime for Tennessee – threw the ball, it put them in field goal position, and the dude was literally, he was standing out of bounds when he caught it, and they still caught it. it I saw that, dude. I, I saw mean, that. He had one foot out of the stadium. <laughs> yeah, I saw That's super, that's super questionable. Like, the first time I saw it, I was like, dear God, what are we looking at? And then the second time I saw it, I was like, I mean, from the angle that I saw, it's like possible that maybe, maybe, he just barely got a toe in. But even yeah. if you give him the benefit of the doubt, even if you give him that, there, there's no way he had control of it. The ball is moving all over the place. Like there's, yeah, he's juggling it as he's going over. It's, it's I, insane. 
So like I didn't see I didn't see that when it happened. Was it called a catch on the field? Like when it happened? You know, I, I want to say it was, and they reviewed it and they let it stand. But yeah, that's that one's man. That one's one that I think they got definitely got away with. Uh, I definitely disagree with that call. Like, but you get some of those sometimes. You know, unfortunate as it is, but yeah, I, I think y'all definitely. I mean, played a good game. Yeah, I definitely don't think it's the reason we lost, but it was definitely a momentum killer going into the locker room. Yeah, 100% is. It it definitely is. And, man, with the Georgia game, not to bounce back to that, because I said that was all I was going to say on it. (laughs) But, dude, whenever there's questionable calls made, it, it almost, even as a fan, even as a fan, it it almost is it's just like deflating. Yeah, I because... mean, it destroys the it destroys the game. Like you look at it, and it doesn't feel official anymore because yeah. of a, of a certain call. You know, because like if a dude's clearly out of bounds, and then they just give him the ball at that position on the field, then the game feels like it's I don't know, it just doesn't feel right. Yeah, I agree, man. It... Like I said, when I was watching the game this weekend, the, the Florida-Georgia game, and I'm not going to say we, we didn't get away with a few calls. I'm sure we did. But there were some that that stood out that that was just absolutely ridiculous. There was one catch that it looked like the ball clearly bounced off the ground. They gave him that. A bunch yeah. of holding penalties. Dude, I swear, holding penalties make me so freaking mad, dude. Like they, yeah, they, they, they pick and choose so when, when they want to call them. They could call them every play, one hundred every play. Like, dude, they were they would get. I swear, dude, like we get them all the time. And then I look, and so many, I swear, dude, so many plays that Georgia had were holding penalties. Like they'll show the replay, like they gashed us with like a big run downfield. And I look, and one of their guards has like freaking. One of our uh, D linemen in a chokehold, and I'm like, "What are we doing?" Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it, it makes me so mad, man. That it's just literally like you said. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. They literally pick and choose, and that's I so mean, frustrating. They'll call the holding call on a play where somebody grabs a shoulder pad, you know, or something like that. But then the next play, somebody will be ripping their jersey off, and there'll be no call. Exactly, and it and it's just frustrating. But I guess, I guess for real this time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get away from that. It just, I'm telling y'all, frustrating, very frustrating game. But you know, we move on. We got Arkansas coming up, so we're gonna look towards the future, and we're gonna, we're gonna put it in the past. <laughs> Do you want to talk about Michigan and their uh, Cold War tactics? Oh man, the Michigan stuff. I don't even know what to say. I mean, I, I think I'll let you take the floor with that one. This is, it's just hilarious to see the stuff that's going on with this Michigan scandal. I mean, they, they show videos of uh, their staffer on the sideline just blended in as a coach or something on the other team. <laughs> and it, it's just hilarious. Like, I don't, and I don't know if I blame them, to be honest with you. I, I think they're, they're doing what they have to do to win. And if you're the other team and you let some rando on your sideline, with a hat and sunglasses. Whose fault is it? Whose fault is it, you know? I mean, my God. Dude, I literally had this conversation uh, with my fiance. I was like, you know what? If I was a college football coach, I can't say that that I wouldn't do the same if I thought I'd get away with it. Yes, like, absolutely. If you've seen the Dave Portnoy tweets, he's like, that's, I, I can't, no, I'm, I'm not going to quote him exactly, but it's something, something along the lines of, uh, that's what winners do. <laughs> I mean, he's he's all wrong. for it. He's, he's all for wrong. it. Hey, dude, I mean, he's look determined. At, look at Belichick, man. That's right. Big deal. Yeah. But, man, I don't know. I mean, how deep they, do you think it goes? Oh, man. I, I hope it goes deeper than what than what we're seeing right now. I hope there's, there's stuff that comes out that, like, they've been – catfishing coaches or something like that online. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, 
the the one that really gets me is supposedly South Carolina has like a tie-in with it because I, I saw a uh, a TikTok of some barstool account mm-hmm. saying that Michigan basically not only were they scouting teams that they were playing, but they were scouting teams that they didn't want to face in the college football playoff. <laughs> and so going back to South Carolina versus Tennessee last year when South Carolina absolutely dominated Tennessee, that was the first game and only game of the entire season where South Carolina's entire defense, I'm pretty sure, wore wristbands. And it's like, that's dude, that's so sketchy. Like, it's very sus, isn't it? it it's got to be. It's got to be tied in, right? Like, uh, I hope it is, honestly. And if, if it is the case that it's tied in, they have my full and total support. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Go beat the Vols, go ahead. What yeah, are you going to do? I don't care if it's the SEC or not. Put wristbands on your head, your feet, your neck. I don't care where you go. <laughs> yeah. Hell, I'll wear a wristband if you want me to. Yeah, yeah. So when I saw that, I was like, man, that's crazy. So, like, I think it goes deep. But, like, what do you think the punishment is here? Like, <laughs> do you vacate games? Possibly. Do you think they let them play in the college football playoff? Like, is that is that a thing? This year, I think they, I mean, as long as they don't mess up, I think they'll make it. But they better watch their back. Because if they mess up slightly, I think they'll take that opportunity to get them out of the playoff. But what happens if they go to the playoff, win the championship, and then more stuff turns up and they more have comes to out. vacate something. Like maybe the, do they vacate the title? Dude, that would be so brutal. That would be so, like, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, it'd be Louisville basketball all over again. Good Lord, dude. I, if I was a Michigan fan and that happened, I don't know what I'd do. I'd lose my mind. You might imagine. Have, you know, I mean, you might just have to end your fanship at that point. That's it, dude. You gotta find somebody else. Yeah. Jump on my Ohio State bandwagon, I guess. I don't know what other choice you have, to be honest with you. Because, I mean, you make the ultimate, you get to the ultimate goal, and then it gets taken away from you. That's that's just stick a fork in it, they're dead, you know? Yeah, if if Jim Harbaugh gets there, gets the job done this year, which I'm not even going to lie to you, man, they look good. They looked really good. Like I said last week, they've steamrolled basically everyone they've played. Like, it's not – I mean, yeah. if they had a competitive game all season, I don't know if they have. I, I'm not even joking. Like, I don't think so. I would say, and I'm not even just hating, I do think that Georgia's very beatable. I think that Florida State's very beatable. And I also think Ohio State's very beatable. And, and they're, they're all even more beatable if you know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's a perfect, perfect time to just slip that in. But, yeah, I mean, like, if I had to rank the teams currently right now, I think, like, best to worst, I'm putting Michigan at one. I think I'm putting – I'm probably putting Georgia at two. Ohio State at three, and Florida State at four. I think that that would be the order that I would go. Yeah, I agree with that. Honestly, I do. Um, just if, if you're Michigan, though, I just want to say, if you're Michigan and you do win the championship and it's vacated or something crazy like that happens, the road is not very bright afterwards. Look at Louisville right now. They've won – no more than five games in the last two years in, in basketball. So it, it doesn't go uphill if, if that happens. Dark roads and dark times are ahead. Man, that's – let's hope for their sake that don't happen. But Oh, no. I, listen, if they did that against Tennessee and they sabotaged that season for them, then that's the best thing I've ever – I'm buying a Michigan hoodie or something because that's the best thing I've ever happened – I've ever heard happen. I'll be honest with you. Let's just say that the the entire season ends today and the teams that are currently they put off their uh or excuse me, they put out their first college football playoff ranking right and mm-hmm. that was the four they put in. 
if the season ends in a day and after four it's in, like definitely. Bro, give me Michigan. Like, I cannot obviously obviously boys, I can't root for Georgia or Florida State. That's just not gonna happen. Yeah. I'd rather stick needles in my eye sockets than do something like that. So not gonna happen. I've never been a fan of Ohio State. Never uh, been a fan. So who's who would be Michigan's first round game? If, do, do we know? If it played out the way that they've got it set, I think that Michigan's first game would be Ohio State, which is kind of crazy, to be honest. Yeah. Damn, you'd have to beat Ohio State and then Georgia. That's brutal. That is, that's a brutal road right there. And then Georgia would have Florida State. Good God, that's disgusting. Yeah. That's yeah, honestly. That absolutely sickens me. I think, I mean, that's, Georgia's obviously going to win that game, in my opinion. Yeah, I think so. I think Florida State's a bunch of frauds. Yeah. They've almost been beat. They almost lost to Boston College. They almost got beat by Clemson. Struggled against Duke, right? Yeah. Like, dude, they, they've been so close so many times. They just, I swear they're the luckiest team in college football right now. <laughs> it's just. I don't know what it is. They just keep just barely scraping by, and it just burns my insides. <laughs> it makes me so mad. But yeah, man. I mean, I'll be excited to see how it plays out. We'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. But just some week nine reactions here. Duke and Louisville play. Boys, this didn't. <laughs> didn't pan out the way I expected. Not gonna lie to you. I wonder I had, if Michigan had a hand in that game. They may have. I had Duke winning twenty eight to twenty one in my prediction last week. They got shut out twenty three to nothing by Louisville. So that's a big miss on my part. Does Duke have finals or something coming up and the whole team just had an all nighter studying and they weren't ready? They said we're busy. We can't can't do it. Yeah, we got mathematics, man. That's man. That's brutal. I w- I didn't expect it. I really didn't. No, but I'm just glad one team lost. Yeah, I mean it's good for you either yeah. way. Yeah, I mean Duke lost in football, and then we get the uh, Kentucky Wesleyan beating Louisville in their exhibition game in basketball. So that's fun. Honestly, man, that, that kind of works out perfect for you. Yeah, Division Two team with uh, like eight hundred and ninety students enrolled, versus like twenty three thousand plus for Louisville. It's it's insane. Yeah, that's painful. I, dude, Louisville basketball fans are are they got to be struggling? Oh yeah, it, it's hard now. Yeah, I feel for him. Kenny Payne. There's no way he lasts. After the season, if if it continues to go downhill, he's out. Yeah, there's no way. Yeah, I, don't, I don't care. If, I mean, he he's alumni. And he he won a championship with them in the '80s, but there's no way they can keep him around with the way things are going. You got to win more than five. I mean, you got to win more games than your football team. Gosh, I didn't even think about it that way. That just makes it look ten times worse. Yeah, I mean, it's pathetic. I feel for him. I know Willie doesn't feel for him, but <laughs> honestly, I mean, I was dancing on the grave last year, but now I'm just, I'm kind of sad. You know, I seen it and I was like, I laughed for a few minutes and I was like, dang. That's painful. I wish they'd come back, give us a, a rivalry at least. Make it a game, you know? Yeah. It's pathetic. <laughs> yeah, that one's, that's. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah, tough. Yeah. Michigan, that's what you got to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. We also had Ohio State and Wisconsin playing this weekend. I had them I had Ohio State winning thirty eight to twenty. Final score ended up being twenty four to ten. So I mean I wasn't insanely far off. I mean with with the final score I was, but from the, the actual deficit, I mean Missed by like four points. It's not mm-hmm. horrible. Do you remember what the spread was for that game? That, did they cover? Dude, I have no idea. I want to say 
God, what's the spread for that game? I don't think they did. Yeah. I feel like it might have been bigger than that. Jesus, I was just looking at these stats. Kyle McCord threw, let's see, 17 for 26, 226 yards, two touchdowns. He did throw two interceptions, and they still only scored 10 points. Wisconsin. Wasn't the Badgers day. It was not. It was a bad day to be a Badger. <laughs> Virginia and Miami do. Miami almost done it again. They almost did. The U. It went to OT. Miami ends up winning by field goal. Final score, 26-29. to 29. I had that game. Uh, I predicted the final score being 34-17, so I, I missed on that one. I did not think it would be that close. And Virginia, I don't know what happened, but maybe they've got a fire under them and they just decided to step it up. Yeah. Because they've been they've been playing some good football. Let's see who we got next here. Oregon and Utah. This one did not even pan out close to what I expected. <laughs> I predicted it to be a ten point win for Oregon. 34-24. That is not what happened. Final score, 35-6. to six. Oregon absolutely obliterated Utah at home, which... Man, what happened is, to Utah? I know, that's depressing if you're a Utah fan. Man, they had not lost at home, and I want to say, now, don't quote me on this, I'm not a Utah fan. I don't really keep up with, with any Utah football or anything. The only reason I even know what Utah, Utah football <laughs> is is because we played them the last two years. But... I want to say that they got lost at home in, in like nearly two years, something like that. Like it would, dude, it'd been a minute. And Oregon that, may be legit, to be honest with you. Dude, I wouldn't mind seeing Oregon uh, just kind of slide into a college football playoff spot. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. At least you'd have a team that looks semi decent out there. Yeah, I wouldn't mind it one bit. Honestly, I'd like to see it. But we'll see how the rest of the year plays out. Hopefully, some people can kind of shake things up, and you know, let's at least hope the Florida State don't make it in. That one, I'm, I'm definitely, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers. Yeah, cross your fingers, toes, everything, everything you got. Yeah. USC and California played. I'll tell you man. that. Go ahead. USC is going to drain my bank account to zero. Uh, it's it's that's just how it is. Every time, pick against them, they win. Pick them, they lose. It's that you can't. I'm. I stop betting on USC. You can't figure them out. Leave them alone. Yeah, just leave them alone. I was convinced they were going to get beat, and then California manages to screw it up. They lose forty nine to fifty. That's ninety nine points combined. Dude, that's absolute insanity. To be completely honest with you, like that's just crazy to me. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't watch this game. Let's see. What did I predict? I had USC winning 34-23. Man, 50-49, to 49, dude. That's just – that's absurd. Like, I mean, good on USC for, for, for being able to hang on, but, dude, that's brutal. Yes. No defense showed up at all. That's one of those later games that I just missed. Didn't even get to watch it. Well, I, like, I wish I did. As close as it was, it was probably probably interesting. Good time. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The USC is they're so sus, man, because California is three and five, and they're letting them put up 49 points on them. Yeah, yeah, I don't know about that one. I don't know if you can do that. And Florida State played Wake Forest. I predicted thirty-one to seventeen. Honestly, I, I mean, I missed on it, but I was, I was in the, I was in that range. Final score forty-one to sixteen. I was close. I was about eleven points off. Yeah, but, which I mean, for a game like that, that's that's pretty dang close. As much as it pained me to to predict on, well, you know, I just I didn't really yeah. see. I seen some people saying that uh, I can't remember who it was. Might have been it might have been uh, uh, Kirk Curb Street that said it. I'm not completely sure, but someone said that they were on upset alert. 
I didn't really see it. I mean, as much as I would have loved for them to be, I just didn't think Wake Forest is the team to get that done. Yeah, it looks like Florida State threw for 382 yards. Good Lord, man. That's that's sickening. Yeah. I, Jordan Travis is just it, – it pains me. It absolutely <laughs> pains me to see him doing good. And then we had Ole Miss and Vanderbilt play. This one we just kind of tossed in last minute. I predicted a final score of 48-10. Final score ended up being 33-7. Ole Miss comes, comes out, you know, gets the win, handles Vanderbilt pretty pretty easily. Yeah, so they, they actually didn't score as many points as we thought they did. Yeah, I thought, they were gonna, I thought they were going to put up more than that. Yeah. But – you know, it's Vanderbeek, dude. <laughs> oh, Vanderbeek, man! I, I'm just, I'm, I'm disappointed in Mississippi, man. I thought they, they put up more than 33. What's going too. on with that offense? I did too. Lane Kiffin, what are you doing, bro? Yeah, I still got hit for another golf ball or something. <laughs> You're cracking the head with another golf ball, dude. Yeah, it's pathetic. Goodness gracious, that's great. And uh, let's see here. We'll hop over into some quick picks if you if you want to do that. Okay. So we let's go ahead and start it off with Kentucky and Mississippi State. Willie, I, I know that a lot of times I go first, but I really just want to hear your thoughts on this one. Okay, we play at Mississippi State. And believe it or not, we're a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Yes, sir. I mean, we, we did show some glimmers of hope in the last game. And I, I think that we're definitely on the up and up in terms of morale. I, just, I don't know. I don't know. How do you pick a game like that? Like, it's just you're playing at Mississippi State and you're us. If it means anything, Auburn is coming off a big win versus Mississippi State, which I wouldn't have predicted, to be honest. We didn't talk about that one last week. I don't know why that one must have just slipped through the cracks because I definitely would have liked to have covered that a little bit. But a 27-13 victory for Auburn, which I'm not going to lie, when I saw that final score, I was actually kind of shocked. No, I I'm going to go ahead and say we win this game. Uh, six points. Six we points. cover the spread. And we, we're both eligible. But that might be the last time that you see a W in the, in the, in the category there this year. Man, to be honest with you, um, I actually have you guys uh, winning. I'm going to say 38 to 28. I think y'all cover. I'm going to say a 10-point win for Kentucky. I think that you guys are too much for Mississippi State. Um, not that I think they're a terrible team or anything. I just think that you guys are are just a, a pretty much better everywhere, to be completely honest. Better coach team, uh, better offensively, better defensively. I yeah. think that they – I think that they're capable of making it interesting, you know, for a little bit, but I don't really think it's going to be super duper close. Like I said, I think it'll be a, a final score of down. Obviously, the final scores we kind of just do that just to see how close we can get. But I'm going to predict 38-28. I think like a ten point, uh, a ten point window somewhere in there. Especially if Devin Leary keeps playing the way that he's playing. Man, if he keeps playing like he did last week, maybe that's. A sign of things to come. I hope. I hope so for the Kentucky fans. Then it, you know, if that's the case, then dude, I mean, the sky's the limit from this point on. <laughs> One would hope. One would hope. Yeah. But moving on from that one, we have Arkansas come to Florida. We're actually previewing the black uniforms, all black unis this weekend. Makes me pretty excited. The only thing that's kind of brutal is we're wearing all black, and it's a noon game. 
Oh my god. Yeah. That's brutal, dude. That's absolutely brutal. Coming. Yeah. Yeah, then we just we just gave a bit of built in advantage. Like <laughs> my god. I don't love it. I don't love that. Like I was super excited for the all black because dude, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'll have to send you a picture. They look super clean. Yeah. But now, do y'all have a setup to where the uh the sh- the shade is on your side of the field kind of and then the opposing team has to sit out in the sun on their side or God, I don't think so. <laughs> I wish. Because that's that's what you'd need. Yeah. That would be that would be ideal. Because now if this was an eye game, dude, this which was what I originally had hoped. Yeah. This well, would if be Arkansas could have cleaned it up a little bit, maybe they would have got a nighttime spot. But that it's been so garbage that I feel like they think it's going to be a blowout game. Yeah, it's not been good. And man, I see some Gator uh, Gator fans predicting us to lose this game. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest with you, I don't think that it's going to be. I could be wrong, and I could look like a total idiot when we get back <laughs> on here. I just don't think we lose this game. Like from what I've seen, Arkansas just they can't move the ball, man. It's, their offense is kind of pathetic, to be honest with you. It's it's been worse than ours at times. Yeah, I man, I think that I'm gonna go with a final score of twenty seven thirteen. I think we win by two touchdowns. I don't think that we like absolutely just destroy them or anything like that. But I think we beat them pretty handily. I don't think it's gonna be that close. And I hope that I'm I hope that I'm right. I hope I don't come on here looking like a idiot but, i think you've got it like dead on to be honest with you and i'm gonna go ahead and say that's like my free money pick of the week right there because right now florida <laughs> is a six point favorite and i would pick them to cover that i think they're gonna win by two touchdowns three touchdowns hell four touchdowns i <laughs> believe it yeah I, I do think we cover that i don't think i think six points is generous for them um, yeah and I'm not trying to be disrespectful to Arkansas. I just think that from what I've seen at this point in the season, I, I don't really see it being that close. You know, like six points. I could be wrong, but I just don't see it. I don't see it being that close. Um, maybe I'm wrong, but I mean, they're two and six. They've looked not great. Who are, their, who are their wins over here? Let's see. They beat Kent State and WCU. That's their only wins on the year. Yeah. Not one a single conference game. I just don't think, which I mean, dude, they, what's crazy about Arkansas, though, is I think they are one of those little scrappy teams that kind of hang around. Because if you just look at at their previous games and, and scores, it, it's honestly kind of heartbreaking for, yeah, I mean, for, I just, for them. I kind of like poo-pooed them a little bit right there, but they, they hung on against Alabama. I know. That, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like, they played Mississippi State, lost by four. Final score, seven to three. That that, yeah. that sucks. Yeah. Um, they played Alabama, lost by a field goal. Final score, 24-21. Played Mississippi, uh, lost 27-20. Uh, played Texas a and lost by 12. Played LSU, lost by a field goal. Like, dude, that's just that. That's so deflating, man, to be like that close. I'd almost rather get blown out, to be completely honest with you. Because that's just, that's brutal, dude. Like, that just hurts. Yeah. At some point, when you keep losing close games, I feel like that that falls on the coach, right? You would think so. I mean, like, if it's that close, you think like coaching is enough to kind of tip that over the edge. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I agree with you. Like I think that I think that definitely plays a factor. But yeah, dude, they've they've been so close. Honestly, I completely forgot that they played LSU that close. That's crazy that they played LSU, Alabama, Ole Miss. Dude, that's three teams ranked inside the top fifteen that they lost to by field goal. Well, Ole Miss, they lost two by a touchdown. But they lost, let's just say, one score. That's, right. I mean, dude, that's totally flipping your schedule. That flips your schedule from two to six to five and three. 
like it, it was so close. Like your your season could have been totally different had you had you won even one or two of these games, you know, which obviously that, that dude, that's big wins. Like it, it's it's hard to beat Bama, LSU, Ole Miss. They've all looked really good, all ranked inside the top 15. But they've been there, dude. It's They're one of those teams that can kind of hang on. But for whatever reason, I just don't feel like it's going to be that close when we play this weekend. Yeah, I feel like after last week's game and how they came, you know, the scoop and score that got called back and and all that stuff, I, just, I feel like they probably just give up on the season, to be honest with you. I don't see how you don't. That's exactly <laughs> what I was feeling. I, I could be wrong. But hey, honestly, it'd be hard not to. I feel like kudos to them if they loss. Yeah, if they if they don't, then I mean, good on them. But I don't think I would. Well, at least that I'd check out. I'd be done. Yeah, yeah, I'm checking out. I'm I'm on TikTok on the sideline, just kicking back. Oh, it's my time. Okay, that's right. Yeah, I just jog in there. You know, I don't really put any effort in. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at the transfer portal. Yeah. Transfer portal. Yeah. Oh, God, that's great. All right. So we're just going to move on here to Missouri and Georgia. Dude, this one intrigues me so much. Like, for the love of God, please let Missouri pull this off. Somebody. Just please, anybody, please. I don't care who it is. Somebody do it. Uh, Willie, just just a brief little preview of this. How, How do you see this one going? Well, as much as I hate to say it, I think Georgia's going to win. Uh, right now, they're a 15-and-a-half-point favorite on DraftKings. Uh, they're playing at Georgia. Honestly, I don't know if they cover that spread, though. I think it's going to be like a 10, 14-point game, to be honest with you. Yeah, I could see that 100%. And, I mean, dude, like last year's game was was so close, like, it literally looked last year looked like Mizzou may pull that one out. I want to say at one point Mizzou led like sixteen to three, something like that. Which, if you're looking at this from a positive standpoint as a Missouri fan, this is kind of how I see it. And this is maybe this is a personal opinion. I don't know, but. Obviously, it's it's in Athens. It's at Georgia's home, so that makes it tougher on you. But I think that this is a better Missouri team than we saw last year, obviously. And I think this is a worse Georgia team than we saw last year. Is that enough? Honestly, unfortunately, I don't really think so. I really do hope it is, and I hope that I'm wrong. Yeah. But, uh, Willie, I, I kind of agree with you on this one. I've got Georgia winning. I'm going to take a final score, 28-13. to 13. And, um, unfortunately, I just don't think that Mizzou's going to be able to come into Athens and knock off the number one ranked team. I just don't really see it happening. Yeah, they would have to have the absolute game of their life, and then Georgia would have to play like they forgot how to play football. Yeah. <laughs> Which, honestly, man, that could have been kind of what happened last year when I watched it. Like, I literally went and rewatched that game. Um, I think it was today. Today or yesterday, I was rewatching it because I just kind of wanted to to get that fresh on the brain before mm-hmm. coming in here and, and predicting this game. But as much as I want Missouri to win that one, I, I don't really see them being able to keep up with Georgia for, for that long. And... I think ultimately they fall short. So I'm going to say final score 28 to 13. Yep, I like that. And then moving on from that, let's go to LSU Alabama. Dude, I'm excited for this one. Last year's game between these two was electric. Obviously, LSU came out on top there, scoring it over time. Went for a two. Is that what happened? They went for two in overtime? I believe so. Super exciting game, man. Like, I remember I was in Boston watching this one. And uh, I was in the hotel room in Boston. And I turned it on the big screen. Man, it was was a great one. Hope that we see the same thing this year. And I think it's going to be 
And I think it's going to be a, a relatively high-scoring game. I'm going to take Alabama 41-34. to 34. I think the, the Tide has a, a little too much for LSU this season. It's at home. And I'm going to roll with Bama on this one. I agree with you. I think uh, Bama ends up pulling it out, but I believe it's going to be – I think it's going to be a shootout, to be honest with you. Right now, they're Alabama's favored by three points on DraftKings, and it's going to be the prime time spot, 7.45 kickoff. Alabama's going to be rocking. Anytime you got LSU and Alabama coming together, there's potential to be an instant classic. So I'm looking forward to that one. Get the popcorn ready. <laughs> That's right. And then off that one, man, I'm going to very briefly touch on this one because I feel like it's not even worth spending any time off. <laughs> and that's UConn playing at Tennessee. Let's yeah. call spade a spade. This game's not going to be close. I think Tennessee's a massive favorite. Dude, I swear I feel like I looked at it earlier and it was like a 35.5-point favorite or something like absurd. Yeah, that's insane. right. There's just no way this game's going to be close. UConn is 1-7 and seven on the season, and they're no match for Tennessee. I mean, if they won this game, I think everyone on planet Earth would be in shock. So, No I'm one just, would love it more than me. Yeah, yeah <laughs> dude, I would love it too. I just don't think it happens. I'm going to take Tennessee 45-10. to 10. Yeah, that's, that's about right, honestly. I think they probably covered the 35-and-a-half and – Probably add a little bit more onto it. Uh, I've seen somewhere where Tennessee's having a uh, like a tribute to Pat Summit during this game. Oh, yeah. Or it's UConn. It kind of ties into the women's basketball. I don't know if it's true or not. They're going to wear like a the baby blue on their uniforms. I didn't even thought of that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But this is obviously a, a cupcake cupcake game for them. And it's kind of weird they they scheduled something like this at the end of the season. You'd think you'd want to be playing some good games going down the stretch, but throw one in there, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think that that's a, a pretty a pretty easy win for the Volunteers. We also have Washington playing at USC. This one I think is going to be a shootout. Honestly, dude, this one's – I've got to watch this one. This one's going to be exciting. Uh, I've missed a lot of USC games this year just, just based on the time that they played at night and stuff. And usually I've passed out by then or I'm just waking up. I don't know. My schedule's all over the place. Yeah. Unfortunately, I've, I've watched almost every one of them. <laughs> but I've seen every one. Yeah. I'm going to take Washington by field goal. I'm going to take 41-38. But I do think it's a shootout. I think it's a close game. Yeah. I think it's going to be a fun one. Yeah. Any game at USC plays is a shootout, I feel like, at this point. And you've got it right on the head. The spread is a three-point favorite, and uh, Washington's going to – I think they're going to win, to be honest with you. And I hope they win by more than that. Yeah, dude. I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But, you know, it's crazy as I – I feel like it'll be close, but at the same time, I could see it getting getting kind of nasty for USC and Washington just running away with it. We'll see. I don't Washington, see. They're no joke, man. I, I watched a few of their games, too, by accident, and they're really good. Yeah, they're legit, man. I don't see USC winning this game. So Florida State, Pittsburgh. I think Florida State's too much. As much as I would love Pittsburgh to pull this one off, I just really don't see it happening. I think Florida State wins this one handily. I'm going to say final score 37 to 14. Yeah, I like that. I think, uh, well, uh, starting out, Florida State's a 21 and a half point favorite uh, to win the game at Pittsburgh. So there's not, Vegas doesn't think they have a chance to win, and neither, neither do I, to be honest with you. Uh, <laughs> uh, Pittsburgh might give them a game in the first two, three quarters, but I think Florida State's just too much. Their offense is it's going to just overwhelm Pittsburgh, and they're going to pull away. Yeah, man. That's kind of how I feel as well. 
Texas A&M at uh, Ole Miss. This one obviously excites me. A nice SEC matchup on the weekend here. I want to say when I looked at it, Ole Miss was like a three-ish, three, three-and-a-half point favorite. Something right. like that, maybe. Yep, yep. It's, uh, well, it's down to just three now. Three. Yep. I think Ole Miss covers that. I think they win by, I want to say they win by 10. I'm going to say final score 31 to 21 with an Ole Miss victory. Yeah, I like that. I think well, they have to be careful, though, I think, because Texas A&M's a scrappy bunch. And they could, they could, I could see them potentially winning this game, even though it's at Ole Miss. It's, you know, it's a noon game. A lot of crazy stuff happens at noon, as we found out last week with Kansas. Yeah. Uh, but I think Ole Miss is going to get it together and probably pull away for like a 10, 14-point win. Yeah, I like that. Auburn's playing at Vanderbilt. Obviously, come on now. I'm sorry. I know that we talk about Vanderbilt uh, slash Vanderbeat a lot on the channel here. Are we ever going to pick them to win one? I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe it eventually. Just, it would ruin a reputation, I feel like. Yeah, I mean, I'll pick them, you know, um, if they play the right team. <laughs> I don't think that they'll... If they, uh, if they play Lexington Catholic or something. Yeah. You know, they'll play like uh, Florida Atlantic or somebody, you know, I'll probably pick them. But I think that, obviously, Auburn's going to handle business and probably come out and win this one. I'm going to say 33 to 10. Yeah, I like that. They're a 12 and a half point favorite. Auburn is on the road. Uh, I think Vanderbilt probably fights them. And I think this one's going to be 7, 10 point win for Auburn. That's going to be a little closer. Yeah, it'll probably be like 12 to, well, yeah. I like that. I think 10 to like 21 or something. Yeah, I could see that one for sure. If they're going to do it against anybody, they're probably going to do it against Auburn. That makes a whole lot of sense to me. So, yeah, I like that one. Definitely see that happening. We also have Notre Dame playing at Clemson. I think Notre Dame probably wins this one by a decent bit. I'm going to say 40 to 17. I don't think it's close. I think Notre Dame comes in, handles business. Clemson's not looked that great this season. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Notre Dame, there's no way they lose to Clemson. I don't care where they play them. If they play them on the moon, they're not going to lose to Clemson. Yeah, yeah. Um, Meanwhile, uh, DraftKings actually just has Notre Dame as a three-point favorite. See, that's absurd to me. I just don't see it. Yeah, I'd definitely pick the. I'd pick them to cover that every day and twice on Sunday. To be honest with you, because Clemson and their coach is just, is just a, a clown show at this point. Oh, Davo's not caught up to the transfer portal. He don't believe in it. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be me and you out there playing for Clemson next year. That's right. Walk-ons for coming out there, dude. Willie at QB, meet water receiver. Yeah, throwing some bombs. That's right. All right, and to end this off, here we go with our upset of the week. We are taking Virginia Tech over Louisville. I think it's going to happen. I'm going to take Virginia Tech to come in to Louisville and win that game by a field goal. Let's say a final score, 27-24. to 24. Let's get it. I really hope you're correct on that, just because it's Louisville. And, you know, obviously I want them to lose in anything they play. I don't care if it's <laughs> pool or whatever, you know, I hope they lose. But uh, they're only a nine-and-a-half point favorite over Virginia Tech right now at home. And I think it would be perfect timing for Virginia Tech to just come in and beat them. Uh, do we put the lock on it, you think? Well, as far as the lock <laughs> – I don't know if I'm confident enough for the lock. Yeah, we we gonna say that for special circumstances. Yeah, we gotta say that for the ones that like like last week, whenever yeah. we were we were fully confident in it. But yeah. I've looked over these games, and 
if I'm going to pick an upset, I feel like Virginia Tech has it. Um, that's gonna that's gonna be the one I'm going with. Yeah. So as your financial guru, you know we're going to advise you pick Virginia Tech. We're not going to tell you to, you know, <laughs> bet your children's college fund on this. <laughs> it may or may not happen, but there's definitely potential here. That's right. That's completely right. All right. Well, Willie, do you have anything else you want to say before we end this one? Yeah, the Cats are going to go down to Starkville, the worst town in college football. Honestly, any any college team anywhere playing anything, the worst town possible to go to. Boring. Nothing's going on there. They're going to find out about the Cats. They're going to catch these hands. We're going to claw them up. And, uh... Arkansas is coming to Gainesville this weekend. Blackout game. Hopefully we don't die from a heat stroke or anything. Playing it, not even. But uh, it's always go Gators. And uh, you guys have a good one. Tune in every Wednesday here with us. Come talk some ball. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. We'd love to have you guys here. And we'll see you guys next time.